wonderful friend, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, your host. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay with us for this hour as we are going to open the Bible once again and learn a little bit more what a subject, what a theme we had for the last few weeks. And we are continuing to look into the prophecy of the Bible. The book of Daniel, an amazing book in the Old Testament and also going so nicely in parallel with the book of Revelation in the New Testament. Many people not uh, very keen to look in the, those two books, uh, particularly in the book of Revelation, thinking that's too difficult, too close, too, um, you know, uh, full of all sorts of beasts and uh, uh, whatever is. Interesting enough, that book, it's called uh, Revelation, and that reveals not only the beasts, but le- reveals our Lord Jesus Christ. And we are going to talk a little bit more today about that. But hey, it's very good to be with you today, and I'm uh, very happy to have with me here in the studio, Tracy Papandreou. Welcome back, Tracy. Thanks, Nick, and hi to all the listeners. Hey, it's really good to have you with us, uh, fresh and ready to um, uh, to stand up again for Jesus, mm. for our Lord, and to share with as many people as possible through waves and all other means about the love of God. Mm. And uh, as I said, we had uh, quite a journey for the last uh, couple of weeks, and uh, we were looking at uh, this um, aspect, prophecy and the rise of the Antichrist. Mm. We dealt with a few questions uh, during the week, uh, things like, uh, what is a prophetic beast? And... um, then another question, uh, Marty and uh, Gary, they were asking, who is the dreadful beast? And they were looking in in Daniel, in the Revelation, in particular in Daniel, uh, Daniel um, in chapter uh, 13, and also um, other passages in the Bible. And they, they over two days, actually, they uh, tried to answer uh, this question. And then uh, the other day uh, we had uh, another beautiful question here, the dreadful beast and the rise of the Antichrist. And, you know, people are interested in these sorts of things. Unfortunately, sometimes take it out of context, mm-hmm. looking for different uh, views and sources and not necessarily uh, understanding or um coming to know the real beast, if you like to say so. But the Bible is so good because it clarifies those things. If mm. we follow the Bible, we will learn who is the Antichrist, uh, what sort of beasts the Bible talks about, and so on and so forth. But today we are going to ask another uh, question, which I believe uh, is very relevant for these times we live in. Uh, will beasts always reign? 
Now, when we say that, um, uh, the other day and, you know, on previous days, uh, our hosts and, you know, uh, they were talking about what the beast represent, you know, and I was described that as power, political power, like, uh, um, yeah, uh, something which the Bible uh, refers to very clearly again. And, but we are going to look into this, um, because even today, we may think, you know, when we look in the political world, uh, what sort of beasts are ruling, you know, but uh, the Bible is very um, direct and points very clearly what sort of beast we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And we are going to look into that a little bit uh, more today. Please stay with us, my dear friend. And you know by now, if you are a, a listener to Faith FM, a regular listener, that I'm always inviting you to be part of this program. And you can do that today by sending us a text message to 04888880811. Why not to share with us? Why not to be part of this program, to enrich this program as much as we can? Again, the number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. But I would like to say hello also to our good friend uh, David Delima, who is with us uh, over the phone. David, how are you? Great, Nick and Tracy. Lovely to be speaking with you again. Hi, it's Nick. yeah, it's great to have you with us, uh, David. Unfortunately, not always uh, being able to come with us in the studio. But uh, hey, we really uh, appreciate your time when you take some uh, some time, whatever you are stopping uh, on your traveling, you know, on the side of the road, and just have a quick chat uh, with us, uh, David. Um, what's in the sleeves, you know, uh, for today? Do you have something mm. to share with us? Yes, I do. So our theme for the week, of course, has been prophecy, and I'd like to just take a different angle on prophecy today uh, as we preface our remarks, and that is to think about the prophetic potential of human beings and their relationships one with another. And, of course, we begin with thinking about the most fundamental of all human relationships, uh, apart from that between mankind and God, our Creator and Saviour, and I'm speaking, of course, about marriage which is the most valuable of, the, of all human covenants. And, uh, of course, marriage is prophetic of Christ and the church. Mm. So um, uh, I, I'm a married man, and uh, my wife and I have been married for uh, 33 years. And I just want to say, put it out there on the record, because uh, I'm a very happy man, that uh, mm -hmm. the things have never been so good. The things have never been so good in our, in our marriage. So I just... Uh, pay tribute to my darling wife and um, we, we've we certainly had our, our difficulties over the years. Like uh, everyone, the, like everyone, David. <laughs> like, like everyone else. And the, the trials and tribulations of marriage are in fact like the grit of the in the oyster which produces the pearl. Mm. So uh, I've learned uh, never to, yes, I've never, I've learned to never resent the trials and tribulations the Apostle Paul said, those who marry will suffer, and mm. he was absolutely right. But uh, Jesus also suffered, mm -hmm. uh, and it was a wonderful demonstration of his love. Uh, it proved his love. He had the opportunity to prove the, 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 the full extent, to demonstrate the full extent of his love through the suffering. Mm. So we don't, we don't seek suffering, of course, but when it happens, we are to consider it pure joy, according to the Scriptures, and at that point we become prophetic. So 
When very, men and women learn to love each other, they become prophetic. Uh, very good, David. And uh, you know what? I was just thinking as you were sharing with us that um, that this is not accidental that God chose you to represent families, you know, working with, uh, um, you know, uh, um, families in Australia and representing mm. that, as I said, um, the voice yeah. i was just thinking didn't come in my yes. mind you know uh uh the family voice you know and uh you're doing an amazing job and a great well, job you. may god uh, continue to bless you and support you into what you're doing and what you just mm. said here uh, uh david it's so important sometimes we can get caught into all sorts of things you know uh, particularly in even in a religious world with all sorts of misunderstanding from one to the other like that and we're missing mm. out the most important thing relationship you know right. with one another And that starts from the family, you know, and then uh, that extends in the church, in the society. And we are just missing on that. Everywhere we go, we just, uh, we are very individualistic oriented people in these days. Just with, in our own bubble. And that affect the whole being of the entire society. Mm. Yeah, and the raising of children, of course, mm-hmm. is prophetic. Uh, and it's been a pleasure. My wife and I just came back from Sydney yesterday to visit our second son there with his wife and two kids. And uh, it's just lovely to be in relationship with those grandchildren. And um, I said I said to my uh, second son there, um, his name is Joseph. Uh, mm-hmm. Joseph, it is a pleasure to see you in operation as a loving husband and father. And uh, he replied to me, well, Dad, you set such a fine example. I'm a rich man to to have this uh, wonderful legacy happening. Now, I've made plenty of mistakes. I've got to confess that. But uh, by the grace of God, it's been such a joy to raise our three children. Mm. And in doing so, I was prophetic. Years ago, when they were little, I'd carry the kids as, as fathers do. You know, you go for a walk, they get tired, they raise their hands and say, I can't walk anymore. <laughs> I think one, one, I had three kids, <laughs> one, one on each arm and one on my, one on my, uh, on my shoulders, um, you know, staggering along, <laughs> uh, carrying all, all three kids. But in Deuteronomy, it says that, uh, that you saw how God has carried you as a father carries his children. And so I was, as I was walking down the road, I thought any, anyone going past, driving past would see this picture. Yeah. And it's a picture of God. It's a, it's a prophecy about God. It's prophetic of the fatherhood of God. Absolutely right. Thank you so much, David. And as we will pose this question uh, today, you know, quite a bit, will beasts always reign? And we hope that, uh, particularly in the families, uh, there will be no room for the beast. You know, to reign in, in, uh, but to make more room for the lamb, you know, to come and to help us all because uh, whatever we do, uh, we must uh, realize and accept that we live in a difficult times, particularly, uh, relation in, in, in a relationship, uh, aspect mm. in, in family, as you just pointed out so well, David. And hey, yes. please say hello from us through to your lovely wife also <laughs> and your children. <laughs> and thank God for her also that, you know, uh, she's allowing you to, you know, to be many times away from home and, uh, yeah. uh carry on with a good work mm-hmm. with the call you. which you have from God. Anything Thank else you. would you like to say, David, yes. before we're taking yes. a short... Yeah, okay, go ahead. Sure. Well, the the beast you've mentioned, and as we read the book of Revelation, we're seeing 
We're seeing government operating in the absence of grace. We're seeing government operating in the absence of Christ. Mm. And uh, anything anything which rejects Christ becomes antichrist. And so we have literally the antichrist there in Revelation. We've got the beast. And what, what we're really seeing there, I think, is a picture of what happens when government and society turn their back upon God. Mm. Instead of embracing the Christian message, uh, and this is increasingly the case in our world, uh, particularly in countries like Australia, which have such a rich Christian foundation, it's just appalling that we would turn our backs on the things of God. And if we continue doing that, then we we have a beast-like structure, uh, which is our governments. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's absolutely perverse that God's good gift of government, one of his highest gifts, God's good gift of government would be so perverted by people who do not uphold the Christian faith, they do not submit to Christ as Saviour and Lord, mm. and therefore they roll out policies and values which are anti-Christ. So we're seeing that increasingly, and we need to face this fact very, very strongly, because if only we could get government right, if only good Christians would join our governments, uh, our political parties, and reshape them, uh, and right across the board, whether it's the judiciary, the the education system, correctional services, uh, the medical profession, we need righteous people there leading and guiding and we'll be blessed. But if we if we turn if if Christians turn their back on these institutions and leave them to the devil, well, mm. what do we expect them to happen? Mm. And and so the prophetic the prophetic potential of the judge is eroded if the judge adjudicates in a perverse manner. And the prophetic role of the king or the or the governor or whomsoever, is perverted if they turn their backs on Christ. But to put this yeah. more positively now, uh, to have judges who are in submission to Christ, the Saviour and Lord, and to have kings and to have governors and princes and other authorities who are in submission to Christ, then government becomes prophetic of mm. God's own authority as mm. judge and king and ruler. What a glorious vision that is. And that's why we must pray for our governments and more than that, we must make sure that they operate as God intends. Yes. And that occurs as good Christian people become active in the civic arena as salt and light. Indeed, indeed, David. And, uh, you know, uh, everything what you said there, you know, we should consider and uh, uh, pray for the the Bible. It's uh, advising us, you know, to pray for those people in in leadership and so on and so forth. Even though... The Bible also clearly identifies that in the later days, you know, things will just go very uh, weird, you know. Uh, lots of people will go just on their way, uh, forgetting about God. And we know that the prophecy will come to fulfillment. Uh, and our uh, attention as Christian and followers of Jesus of Jesus Christ is to follow God, to follow Jesus, not to be distracted or trapped into whatever goes on in this world and indeed uh, what you just said uh, uh, David how wonderful it will be that uh, people of God can have more authority more uh, positions to um, to help as many people as possible to know about the amazing loving God which we serve that's what we do these programs David to share with yes. people about the good news of the Bible and uh, to kind of shift our uh, attention let's put it this way 
from the everything what goes around uh, in this world because everywhere where you look you can see only you know disasters negative things you know and so on and so forth or just lavish you know and people just for themselves uh, egocentric you know selfish and so on and so forth but that's why we are looking into into the bible and the prophecy to assure again that god is in control god will take care of everything uh, and we are called also to stand up for what uh, we should not to neglect you know to do the good things you know how the bible says do these things first but don't let the others undone <laughs> well I'm very good very yes. good um, david um, yes i think we are going to uh, take a short break i'm not sure if you are able to stay with us or not for the rest of the program um are you or you need to go i have another meeting now so yeah. i'll bid you all farewell and and God's richest blessing upon all of the listeners. Oh, God bless you too, uh, David, and uh, looking forward to catch up with you again uh, next time. God bless, David. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And we are grateful for the support of uh, Adventist World Radio, our major uh, uh, sponsor and uh, supporting us here. But my dear friend, listening today to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A, right from here, from Adelaide, from the beautiful city of Adelaide, the city of churches, as used to be known. I'm not sure if that's the case still, but uh, we are very happy to be with you from uh, Adelaide. And if you like to uh, support us in any ways, and even maybe just saying a prayer as you're listening to us today that everything will goes will go right you know we have a lot of things happening at the same time you know with technology and ourselves trying to uh, to look into the subject which we prepare for you and i'm inviting you again to be part of uh, this program come along with us share with us send a text message even saying hello to us that will be nice uh, telling us where you are listening from uh, all those things you know uh, will, um, will really encourage us but the number where you can uh, send a text message it's zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one make sure that you have this number uh, written down or maybe saved into your device because we are going to give you a wonderful book and today may be the last time which uh, you can get uh, your hands on this one for for this week we share it during the week but if you haven't been able the book is entitled the antichrist identified that will be a wonderful book to have in your uh, hands and, and read. We'll come just a bit later with the code which we have uh, for uh, that book. Please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We are now uh, going to, um, you know, look a little bit more uh, deeper into the um, subject and the question which we posed uh, for today. Will beasts always reign? Now, I believe... The answer will be no, (laughs) no, beasts will not always reign. The coming of Jesus is the most uh, um, glorious thing which we are looking for. Uh, Tracy, would you be able to take us through a little bit? Maybe just let's open the Bible, read a few things uh, from the Bible to to start this. Yeah, well, just recapping on some of the programs earlier through the week we talked about the fact um some of the prophecies that are uh, are in Daniel talk about these different beasts and we know from the bible and you talked about it before that you know we we have to be very careful that we don't choose to put our own um 
interpretations on these things. We need to come to the Bible with a very clear, open mind and allow the Bible to tell us things mm. rather than us having these ideas and then trying to search for things that, that confirm our ideas. We need to come very, very clear. And the Bible, actually, when you, when you look at the Bible, what it has to say about beasts, it tells us that these beasts represent different kingdoms. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the beasts have crowns on their head, which represent kings at mm-hmm. the time. Uh, so, so what we're actually asking today is, will all of these kingdoms reign forever? Will mm-hmm. we have this continuing, all these kingdoms going on or what will be the state? And the, the answer, as you said, Nick, is no. We will have an eternal kingdom that will be which, um, the, the kingdom that, that reigns in the end. And um, I just like. And to just before you move on that one, just to mm. uh, remind again or bring into the attention, you know, with uh, each one of us and our listeners that, uh, particularly in the um, book of Daniel chapter two, that uh, amazing image, you know, which represented, you know, the empires, the kingdoms. In the end, you know, was that uh, the feet, you know, the mixture of uh, of clay and uh, iron there, and then after that, it says that a big rock come, you know, and hit that thing, you know, and smashed it away. But that rock became a big kingdom, like a um, everlasting kingdom. And that's talking about the kingdom of God, as you Mm. just uh, mentioned. Mm. That's the, that's the climax. Mm. We are looking for Jesus and his kingdom to come. We, whatever is now, who's raising, who's going to be the most powerful? Is, is it China? Wow. They are now, you know, strong in this and that. Uh, is it Russia or, or is New Zealand or who's going to, to reign and uh, run this world? Um, the Bible is very clear on that, but yeah, I'll let you just uh, share with us a little bit uh, from the Bible. Yeah, so going to uh, Daniel 7 is where we have this promise of uh, Jesus' return. Um, but I'm going to actually start one verse earlier. I'm going to start in um, uh, chapter seven twelve, 12, uh, which talks about the beasts again. It says, As for the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were pro- prolonged for a season and a time. And then it continues, and and this is um, Daniel talking. I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom, that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom the one which shall not be destroyed. So that's our promise there, isn't it? For all of the difficult things that that we have heard about in in some of the programs before about mm-hmm. all of these different kingdoms and and perhaps some of the uh, difficulties that there may be before the coming of Jesus Christ. We have that promise that when He comes, He's going to set mm. it all straight for good once and for all. Yeah. Well, well, we mentioned already, you know, here, but this is very important to identify who is the Son of Man. Refer to. Mm, mm, yeah, exactly. Um, the term son of man, I, I found it quite interesting to, when I was researching this, 
It's used by Jesus 80 times mm-hmm. as a way to refer to himself in the Bible, 32 times in Matthew, 14 times in Mark, 26 times in Luke, and it's also used 10 times in John, but in a slightly different way. And in all these texts, Jesus is the one who's speaking about himself. Mm. Nowhere at all does anyone else just decide to begin to use to this call him title a, a nickname y- yes exactly mm. this this is this is him giving himself this title so when we look at this promise this prophetic promise in in Daniel 7 uh, we can know that it's definitely um, Jesus that that we're talking about Jesus coming and his dominion being set up and I've got an example um, in Matthew where Jesus is using uh, that title for himself in Matthew 26 64 um, Jesus was speaking to the high priest after his arrest and the high priest had asked him uh, to tell them if he is Christ the son of God And the scripture tells us, Jesus said to him, It is as you said, nevertheless I say to you, hereafter you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Mm. So again, this is one of those situations where he is being quite clear about this being a title for himself. Um, It's interesting too, it talks in this um, scripture about him coming with the clouds of heaven. Right. And often we find in the Bible that clouds are, are clouds refer to angels mm-hmm. or angels are often t- depicted with clouds. So we can uh, say from that that the the vision that we would see is Jesus coming with all the angels yes. with him. And again, it's uh, wonderful to look at this parallel here. We're talking about here the reign of the beasts, you know, and then we talk about the lamb. What a comparison here. What a difference mm. in between the beast and the lamb. And no wonder, you know, that uh, Jesus is referred to as the lamb of God, as John the Baptist, when he saw Jesus coming, you know, he mentioned, because that's uh, even before Jesus spoke about uh, himself, as you said there, John, in a prophetic way, said, behold, the lamb of God. Yes. Yes. You know, and that's to understand because people are very familiar in those days with the prophecy of the Bible and the terminology mm. of the Bible with the beast, with this and that. Uh, um, they understood that. Mm. Unfortunately, today we are more ignorant than mm. those people in, in those times, even though they missed out the great event of the coming of Jesus Christ as Messiah. But, um, yeah, we can be very good Christians going to churches and still not understand the meaning of uh, these words in the Bible. Well, and we the problem is, is often people are more interested in Netflix these mm. days than actually taking some time out to honestly study the scriptures. And, you know, when people say they don't have time for it, I think, you know, people do have very busy lives these days. But I think, honestly, um, each person needs to 
look at their lives honestly and look at how they spend their time. And I'm sure that every person can find some more time to study something that's about, you know, such a uh, an important thing in life. It's about how things end. What's the end game? Mm. And I'm and I am. And am I going to be on the winning team or not? You know, um, so I think, you know, when you think about it those ways, it's, it's really important. And I think, you know, the Bible, when you get into it, is so interesting. I, I mean, I don't have Netflix at home. I don't even have a TV. Mm, mm. But, you know, I think there is so much drama. There is so much interest, intrigue, all of those things in the Bible that I think uh, it could win hands down against mm. any, you know, multi-award winning Netflix program. So um, just an encouragement for people to, if you're not finding that time to really get in and and earnestly, with the help of the Holy Spirit, study the scriptures to understand them more, just encourage you mm. to look at your diary and find that time that's needed. Wonderful. Yeah, very good advice, uh, Tracy, there. And we need it uh, now more than uh, any other times, you know, because so much confusion around how important it is to find uh, the direction, you know, to find the, the truth, to follow into the light rather than into the darkness and go uh, and you know, from left to right and not knowing which direction you go. Very important to, to be intentional. Mm. in these days mm. to follow the lamb to follow jesus we are going to talk a bit uh, more about the ancient of uh, days but hey i'm going to take a short break here if i can and uh, before i'm doing that and um, have a nice song uh, prepared for you uh, dear listeners i'd like to actually give this code which we mentioned a bit earlier for the book the Antichrist Identified. Just a few uh, words about this uh, book by Steve uh, uh, Holberg. I think it's... Uh, Wahlberg. Wahlberg, yeah. mm. yes. Um, before unmasking the identity of the Antichrist, uh, author Steve uh, carefully lays the groundwork by discussing the meaning of the term Antichrist and pointing out the necessity an importance of studying the Bible for ourselves before the, um, before he artfully launches into the various biblical factors that identify the first beast of Revelation 13. Uh, for example, my dear friend, you'll enjoy uh, the read of this uh, book, The Antichrist identified. Please send us a text message with the code SA127. And our friendly robot will take you through, ask you maybe a few questions. Again, the code is SA127 and you need to send that uh, text message to 04 Please stay with us. Uh, right now we have a wonderful song by um, Rondi Travis. Jerusalem cry. Heaven's time. 
Welcome back. This is Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today in the studio here is Tracy Papandreou. We are uh, uh, talking uh, today about uh, um, will beasts always reign? Uh, but more than that, we want to uh, really uh, concentrate and focus on the uh, wonderful things uh, what the Bible tells us about the Lamb of God. And just before the break, uh, Tracy was sharing with us uh, how uh, often Jesus referred to himself as the Lamb of God um, in, uh, in the Bible. The, and son, of the son of Man, sorry, the yeah. Son of Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I would uh, like to continue to look into that a bit more. But my dear friend today, because we are still um, under this uh, prophecy, you know, uh, theme and uh, looking at some very deep uh, passages in the Bible, we tried for the last couple of weeks to simplify as much as we could uh, for everyone to, uh, you know, to grasp, you know, some um, some of that uh, beautiful thing about prophecy in the Bible, and uh, we'll continue to do that. But what's even better, and I, I'm trying to put here a bit of a plug, Tracy, if I can. I know this will happen a bit later, uh, maybe just over a month uh, or so. We are planning to have a bit of a gather with our listeners. And won't that be nice? Yes, and we are going to have a dinner together, and... Um, uh, just share, share a little bit what we're talking about here, what people thinking uh, we should do and maybe just improve certain things. And we invite you, my dear friend, uh, listening today to keep an eye on that. And we'll be giving some more details, won't we, Nick? Yes. Uh, we'll have uh, our good friend, uh, Robbie Burgum, coming also here. And uh, then we'll follow up with some um, more uh, studies in regard to prophecy. And we'll uh, let you know, uh, dear friends, about that when that happens. Uh, but yeah, let's, um, Tracy, we have um, a bit more time here. Uh, can I, can yes. I just, can I just recap because we've had the break and everything. I just like to read that scripture once again because I will be going through talking about some of the titles, some of the names, uh, that are mentioned in there and just to try and make it a little bit more understandable for, for people who are perhaps a little bit less familiar with this scripture. So again, I I was watching in the night visions and behold, one like the Son of Man, and we've talked about the fact that this is talking about Jesus, coming with the clouds of heaven we talked about, this is with the angels, he came to the Ancient of Days, then and, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom the one which shall not be destroyed. So what I wanted to go into now was this ancient of days. Mm. He came to the ancient of days. Who is the ancient of days? Well, the ancient of days is a name for God, and it's only used three times in the Bible and only in Daniel 7, Mm. which uh, is quite interesting. And this is used, and you can probably um, surmise this from the type of the title, it's used in the sense of God being eternal. Mm -hmm. Now, we know that there are many names that are used for God in the Bible, which depicts 
different aspects of his character. Now, some of those, uh, we kind of lose them because from the um, translation of the Hebrew, a lot of them just say God. Yes. Um, so, for example, we have one name for God, which is Elohim and in, in Hebrew, and that's translated as, as God, but the specific meaning is supreme mighty one. Wonderful. So just another aspect to kind of say that this is not unusual that we have these different names for, for God. Mm-hmm. Um, that language is a little bit interesting too in, in the scripture there. It talks about, and they brought him near before him, which is a little bit confusing because you think, What's 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 going on here? If you again, if you've gone back and you've understood that Son of Man means Jesus, Ancient of Days is God. Mm-hmm. This is about Jesus being presented before coming before God, mm. and this is about where God gives Jesus the eternal kingdom and the dominion mm. of of that. We see it says then. To him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom. Um, so it talks about also in here the fact that the dominion is an everlasting dominion. It talks about the eternal nature of the kingdom and involves all peoples who will serve him. And just going back to this, they brought him near before him. We have another kind of um, example of of. This kind of language, which can be a little bit difficult to um, understand, in Psalm one ten one, we have a Psalm of David where he says, "The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your mm. footstool." Mm. And this is um, reflects the fact that both Jesus and God are referred to as. As Lord, yes, but they do have different roles. Yeah. That's interesting, uh, and maybe one day we'll uh, approach this uh, wonderful thing about the Godhead. Mm. You know, to to learn a bit more about uh, what that means, because m- people, unfortunately, again have s- all sorts of ideas, yes. and many people people are going to disclaim this or that. Uh, Jesus is not uh, like uh, divine, divine, or yeah. uh, the Holy Spirit is not this or is that. Uh, people have all sorts of things, but you know. We need to allow the Bible to speak for itself. And if there are certain things which we may not fully understand, that's okay too, because God will explain to us what we need to know more than anything else is about what this means for me, Mm. the whole heaven, the whole universe, God. Mm. God, if it's the Elohim, if it's uh, whatever you want to say it, mm. Mm. interested in me and you, my dear friend. And really interesting that you say that, Nick, because I think that's a really, really important way to approach Bible study. And it's certainly the way that I do. As much as I'm interested in, you know, what is the end game? What is this all about? I do approach the Bible with what does this mean to my life? Mm. What does this mean to me? How how do I apply these things to my daily life now? How do I apply these things in terms of me uh, preparing myself for 
what these things are which are to come at the end of time. Yes, and because we are um, talking about, uh, you know, beasts and uh, rulings and uh, things like that, uh, my dear friend, I'd like to ask that, you know, what's your understanding? Because it's important to, to and I'm pretty sure you'll have uh, um, a concept or, or understanding, doesn't mean to be the same like I think, you know, or uh, Tracy thinks, because in the end we all need to turn back to the Bible and see what the Bible says. But if you have a, a maybe, um, you know, an understanding about these things, uh, write us a text message. Write a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, because we are trying now to emphasize on the fact that this world is not here, or that the rulership, if you like, of this world is not here forever. Mm. It's, um, it's very transitory. It's very transitory. I mean, one of the uh, the father of the faithful to say so, uh, Abraham says that he. Is is a, a peregrine, or how he says in the Bible, he's just a, a pilgrim. pilgrim. Mm. That's what I was thinking. He's mm. just a pilgrim mm. going through this world, preparing for that wonderful place which God uh, had uh, for us. Mm. Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And he's about to come back to give us what he has prepared for us. Are we ready? That's the big question. Are we ready? Do we understand who Jesus is? Do we understand about this son of man? Mm. Do we understand the ancient of days? Do you know who he is? Do I have a relationship with him? Do I have a personal relationship with him? Because we can say all sorts of things. We can go to church every week or whatever uh, often we do. And you can know the Bible back and back to front and still never have encountered Jesus for for real, personally. Yes. I mean, even the the Bible says that even the devil knows the Bible inside out. And uh, they even have fear, you know, and trembles before uh, the Almighty God. But the question today here we want to pose is, for me and you, Tracy, and everyone else Mm -hmm. uh, uh, listening today, uh, do we have a personal relationship with Jesus? If we don't, this is the time to start. Mm. You know, the Bible is encouraging us, uh, today is the time. Mm. Today, not yesterday and not tomorrow. Because yesterday is gone. You know, we cannot do much about yesterday. Tomorrow may never come Mm. for some people or Mm. for various reasons. But today it's our time and we should consider this. I'm I'm inviting, I'm inviting uh, uh, our uh, dear friends uh, today. If you want to get a bit more closer maybe you want a bit of guidance a bit of help how how do i get to know god more that's first of all through the word of god you know and, but, and through prayer yes and through, and through prayer. prayer but we also uh, we are here to support each other mm. we are here to be a family of god that's why uh, jesus spoke so much about this and uh, the writers of the bible that we are a body we are with many members which functions in different ways to um to bring us together to be prepared as a bride and you know that's really interesting because sometimes and i hope i'm not getting on tr- off track i think we we're talking about you know preparing for christ's coming we talked about the promise of christ's coming um sometimes people have niggly 
misunderstandings and situations in church, perhaps, and mm. they kind of uh, get a bit hurt or, you know, we're all on a journey, aren't we? But I sometimes think if you flip that around and look at it differently, that's a training ground for us where God brings all lots of different people together with lots of different um, leanings uh, and, and we'll start as selfish and the Holy Spirit is working with us to try and work that through. But I, I believe that one of the reasons that he chose the church as a um, as a vehicle, as 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 the um, representation of the relationship between him and the church, the 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 husband and the wife, is because you know, as David was talking about earlier, you know that uh, he gave the analogy of the grit in the oyster that mm. produces the pearl. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, it's your brother in church, your Christian brother who might rub you up the wrong way, you know, and it's those kinds of little trials. I mean, we're all on a journey, but it's those kind of things that grow us as well. Absolutely. You know? So um, rather than kind of getting your nose out of joint about your Christian brother who rubs you up the wrong way, it might be to flip that around and say, Okay, God's giving me an opportunity to to grow in this area. You mm. know, I, I truly believe that that's one of the reasons, Absolutely. one of the benefits of, of church, um, even though sometimes, you know, when we have all lots of different people, at times there might be some difficulties, but I think that brings growth mm. as well. Absolutely. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And my dear friend listening today, I would like you to uh, get hold of this uh, book, which we are uh, going to give it to you. Um, and we are thank also, we are thankful and thank them uh, for those people who provide these books. You know, uh, um, this is, I, I, I like to say this actually now, even though we offer this as a gift. To our listeners, it costs somebody. It uh, all these things, you know, are um, gratefully, you know, offered, you know, uh, and and we're grateful, you know, to to those people uh, that they um, they put this together, you know, uh, and share with you, my dear friend. And again, this book it's called uh, uh, Antichrist Identified. It's a wonderful uh, book, and uh, Steve. Um, uh, Warburg. Warburg, yes. Um, he's uh, taking us through uh, some very beautiful aspects of how, uh, what beast means, what antichrist means, uh, put the foundation, you know, from the Bible there, uh, because otherwise we can easily get all sorts of uh, ideas about the beast. But hey, don't miss out this book, The Antichrist Identified. You need to send us a text message with the code SA127. The number again is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Don't hesitate. Send us a text message right now, and uh, we'll um, be very happy to organize this for you. And I believe that book will kind of make it, uh, it you know, would be good to be read in conjunction with with the Bible. I'm sure that's what uh, Steve sure. uh, uh, points the 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 reader to. You know, there are so many. You know, Hollywood ideas about mm. Antichrist and all of that kind of thing. We've just got to make sure that, as I said before, we're not 
trying trying to make the Bible fit some ideas that we already have, that yeah, we come I, to the Bible with an open mind. It's interesting that you said that, Tracy, because, uh, you know, they don't miss how the opportunity to to do those things in Hollywood, as you just said, speaking about this like that, but is that the truth? Is mm-hmm. that the reality, what the Bible talks about? Are we going to be misguided, misled by whatever we hear around? Because that's what it is. You know, we are transformed by what we are uh, exposed we behold, to. Oh, yeah. And um, why not to look into the real thing? And mm-hmm. uh, these books are particularly designed to expose the truth of the bible mm. not to uh, to sell another idea like as yes. you just said through through hollywood uh, movies and stuff like that tracy time is going very fast we may have uh, five minutes uh, left here i wonder if we could summarize a little bit uh, today what we said so far and uh, just bring it together a bit yeah um well just recapping we we kind of looked through the week um when looking at the beasts and you know uh, we can't we can't get away from the fact that there that there will be some difficult times to come before Jesus returns we we know that 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 the bible tells us those things but we are to focus on the promises that mm. god has given us because these are eternal promises for us, you know, it's it's um, this life. The the Bible, and I don't know which um, scripture it is, but there is a scripture which talks about th- this life is like a vapor mm. compared to eternity and Absolutely. what 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 we, ha- what we have ahead. So, um, just uh, take heart, uh, listener. I would say, uh, and and look to see how you can prepare yourself for these end times, for this beautiful promise that we have. We know that God can't lie. So we know that this is a definite which is going to happen. Jesus is going to come and his dominion is going mm. to be final and eternal. And and as I said before, we want to be on the we want to be sure we're on the, the team that that wins. Yes. You know, so um we need to interpret everything through the lens of the Bible. I think about, you know, when we see um, news events taking place, I find when I look at that in through the lens of the Bible, a lot of it makes a lot more sense. You're than right. you know, I sometimes I speak to people and I say, "What's go- what's happened with this world? It's just all gone mad." Mm. And I know that when I look at those things through the through the lens of the Bible, through the prophecies of the Bible, it all begins to make more sense mm. for me. Um, so that's again, you know, just understanding prophecy, understanding uh, what the Bible says will be taking place, actually brings a new dimension to to um, even looking at today's events and what's going on. I would just say, like to finish with, you know, there's no need to fear because if we're living close to God and seeking to follow his word as best we can Mm -hmm. and we have our hearts surrendered to him and we're asking him to reveal to us, to transform us, we can't go wrong. I think about Elijah who fed Fed uh, Elijah, who was fed by the ravens. Yes, you know. So God will provide. God will look after us. Just stay close to Him and study His Word and and spend time with Him. Wonderful. Make sure you're working on your relationship with Him. Wonderful, wonderful, Tracy. Uh, what about if we'll uh, close today uh, with the word of prayer? Are mm. you willing to lead us in in prayer sure. and uh, asking God to? as you just said, to um, 
continue to work on us mm. and to help us to grow in him and to know him fully. Yeah, sure. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for your promises. And I thank you, Lord, that we can have so much hope because of them. Lord, we know that there is so much to do to prepare ourselves for your coming. And I just pray for myself, for Nick, and for all the listeners, Lord, that you will help us to be prepared, that we will um, have a heart for your word, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would open up our minds and our hearts, that this would be clear and plain to us, Lord, and that you would put a fire in our hearts, Father, that not only do we want to be there uh, at the end of time and be in your kingdom, but that we also want to share with others that they might take part in that, Lord. So I just pray that your Holy Spirit would uh, just rain down so much power on all of us, Lord, that um, we would be transformed for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much for that. Our good friends, uh, the time it's up for us today here, but hey, I'm inviting you not to miss uh, um, the next uh, few presentations. The whole week we are going to uh, have a discussion with one of uh, um, an expert in uh, archaeology and uh, um, evangelism, uh, Gary Webster. And uh, Hugh and Fabiano will take you through for uh, most of the week, the whole week, and have some uh, interviews with uh, Gary Webster as they are also preparing to run some um, uh, evangelistic uh, programs here in Adelaide. Uh, stay tuned and get some more information in the next programs. Until then, may God richly bless you and a wonderful walk in the footsteps of Jesus and be blessed. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. the sun.